0: So, the Olympics is the next big event to fall. And
1: you're probably not going to be surprised to know that I was positive that the Olympics and Paralympics would go ahead. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Yeah,
0: I think uh, there were a number of issues with it. Uh, Once nations started pulling out, that was uh, definitely a signal that they might have to wrap things up quickly because they were saying they were going to monitor it for a few weeks, but then Canada said, we're not coming. And other nations started kicking off as well. And then uh, all of a sudden it is postponed to 2021,
1: which makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. When you think of everything that goes into getting an Olympics ready from when the country is successful with the bid, what they have to do, create for both the Olympics and Paralympics understandably a very very tough decision but as you say as the weeks went on Europe's still in the grip of it people saying that America the worst is possibly still to come and you look around the world and some other places are getting a second wave and with Canada saying no I, I was by the time Canada said they weren't going at this point I was like all right it's going to be postponed but before that I was thinking No, they're they're, they're somehow going to get it, it's going to be fine. But listening to some of the athletes, some of the athletes who are going to retire after this year's Olympics, they're now in the situation of, do I delay it for another year and do all that work again because I really want to compete in the Olympics? You get those people performing Olympics who don't and can't turn professional. So do they have another year as an amateur before it's uh, look, I know it's it's the least of the worries when you think of everything that's going on in the world. But it's it's a big thing to have happened in what I don't know what it
0: was a few minutes ago now. I agree with you. It's not the, the biggest concern, but these are still issues that need to be sorted out at some point whenever it's going to be put on in the future as I say that they're saying 2021 but these athletes need to peak you've got other events that need to work around the Olympics as well and I mean the Olympics particularly is a sort of event that really has a big peak to it I mean athletes would happily come fifth and sixth for months and months before the Olympics so that they can really be at their absolute best Um, and we were in the situation I thought a few days ago I was like well if the Olympics did manage to go ahead And just say everything cleared up and it was all magic and everything was fine. We could all go to Tokyo, it was no problem. The athletes that would be going there would be so out of shape because they've basically been training in their garage or their living room. So imagine if like your discipline is javelin. Like what have you been doing? You can't do anything. You can't throw a javelin at home in full lockdown. What if you're an Italian javelin thrower? I should have looked up an Italian javelin thrower and then I could have dropped a name, but it it could have been fairly entertaining because actually it might have made people like us feel a bit better. Better because it would just be a bunch of average people trying to trying to run really fast because they've done no work and no training. So that was kind of going through my mind at at one point. But it is devastating for those athletes. And and look, the fact is, is that it's different to tennis. Uh, You know, tennis, football, golf, these sports have a lot of major events through the year. They come annually, they come thick and fast. And actually we do try to peak a little bit in tennis here and there, but there's nothing like there is if you're, say, an Italian javelin thrower (laughs) that's uh, it's nothing like that as, as they have for the Olympics so this is a huge deal but I think the athletes must just be happy they have some clarity
1: I mean people can be very creative I sent you a video yesterday of a woman on what was it the third or fourth floor of a block of flats in Italy and she had a dog and she's not allowed out so she lowered the dog by its lead onto the ground so the dog could have a little sniff around, go to the toilet, and then she just hoisted the dog up by its lead. A very creative way of letting your dog get outside and and do its business but yeah I mean using the example of a javelin thrower I'm I'm just not sure you could be creative enough to train to the level that you would need to be at yeah
0: I actually thought when you sent me that video that it was probably taken years ago and it's just somebody really lazy (laughs) just (laughs) that's just how they walk their dog you can imagine it couldn't you um But yeah, it does It does call for a lot of creativity and adaptability, for sure. Uh, we've seen a lot of the, the British tennis players. I know the LTA has uh, gifted them. Well, they haven't gifted them. They've loaned them one of their uh, their bikes from the National Tennis Centre. So they've all got bikes in their garages. They've been sending pictures so that they have uh, no excuse but to stay in shape, of course. But the fact is, is, it's like we said last week, right? This is just so far from ideal if you're an athlete. And you almost need to to let it go you're not in control so you've got to relax about it some people get very anxious when they feel like they're not in control and that's an anxiety inducing thing but actually it really should just make you relax there's nothing you can do you do the best you can with what you got which is your living room space or a, or a garden if you're lucky and 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 that's it I'm afraid that's that's the way that that uh, it's going to go for most people I mean it's not like um, this virus hasn't touched every part of the world or will touch every part of the world through the summer because otherwise you imagine if um, there was just one nation that just didn't didn't get anything so they could train properly can you imagine like say Jamaica say Jamaica didn't get anything at all and then they could train flat out fully they could go to the tracks every day they could do their runs they could do their sprinting everything I mean they'd get to tokyo and they'd be at the finish before anyone's gone 10 meters (laughs) it'd
1: be so far ahead it'd be unbelievable and within minutes of of the announcement coming out that it has been delayed postponed uh, till next summer immediately those in the tennis world and a lot of people we follow on social media on the tennis world started wondering what was going to happen to these two weeks these two weeks that are now vacant that's if the world is back to any kind of normal at this point. But immediately, right, so who goes in those two weeks? Because there's a free two weeks that was for the Olympics, and there was talk of, well, does Wimbledon move to those two weeks? What about Indian Wells? I mean, can you imagine playing Indian Wells, which is an outdoor tournament, in July and August. You
0: can't go outside the house in July and August Indian Wells. I know. And I know that people have been saying this. And I just think there's so much nonsense in this in so many levels. Like you say, you can't play Indian Wells in July. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's just so hot. Everyone will die. That's <laughs> just it. Um, secondly, if Canada refused to send any athletes to Tokyo for the Olympics, they ain't going to send them to London for Wimbledon. Like, it's just... That's not how it... You can't just pick and choose. Wimbledon is a completely international event with players and athletes from all over the globe. There's... For me, there is no way it could just be bumped... If it can't be played in the two weeks that it's in, you can't just bump it back another couple of weeks and think that everything's going to be fine. Like, as I say, if if nations were refusing or being very angry about the fact the Olympics wasn't getting cancelled, why would they not be angry about Wimbledon if it goes into the same two weeks? I know everybody's been speculating what's going to happen with those two weeks. The answer is absolutely nothing. Those two weeks are off. Uh, like that—that's just it. I-, I just don't see how that is any sort of possibility.
1: Well, well, there's a lot of talk. You, the thing is, you—you you just don't. Uh, the problem is, I'm the optimist and you're the pessimist. So there's me going, "No, there's a possibility that the world writes itself, and there is some form of." normal this summer around the world and you're thinking well probably we'll play tennis in 2021 and then i think when we when we come together our positivity and negativity
0: i think the earliest we're thinking is is september u.s open that that time whether the u.s open is played then because you could argue that maybe wimbledon could be played then and the u.s open could get bumped to after the french opens new dates and go into the depths of October, because Wimbledon can't go into the depths of October. It's London. It's grass. <laughs> That's, I know we've got two rues, but we haven't got 20. And it'll be so, dark. It'll be dark by four o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> so that can't happen. So um, you, we could potentially see the US Open giving way, because you could play in New York in October. I don't think that would be too bad maybe i'm guessing i've never been to new york in october i'm not entirely sure um but i i I don't know look there are there are lots of, of things getting talked about but i just i think the worst thing that an event could possibly do is to continuously postpone itself so say Wimbledon had to postpone and postpone to the two weeks of the Olympics, and then had to postpone again, and then took the two weeks of the U.S. Open, but then had to postpone again. Like that would just—it would cost so much money in planning and time. It would just be unfeasible. They need to make sure that whatever date they postpone to is actually realistic. And I don't think the two weeks of the Olympics is. Which is why you've got to, again, say
1: fair play to the French. Yes, a lot of people are unhappy about it, but they picked two weeks
0: at a date that is semi-feasible at this stage. I love it. They got in there. I I, I just was thinking actually through this week about the conversations that they would have had because they they knew what they were doing. They deliberately didn't consult anyone and just went, we're having them, grab them, grab the two weeks. And that's it. Twitter is gospel now. You announce it on Twitter. It's happening. So they've announced it. That's when the French Open is happening. Um, so, oh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, we of course have some room at the very end of the season because we normally have a four to five week off season through December. We could play all the way through December through Christmas if we needed to. We just chuck on more events. We could play Indian Wells in December. Why not? You couldn't I, play U.S. Open in December. No, no, that would be that'd be chilly. <laughs> Maybe a bit snowy. I mean, but again,
1: it would be. Re- and last week's podcast was, I think, was it. 24 hours before it was out of date because then the confirmation that we knew the news was coming that Madrid and Rome weren't happening and then I saw somewhere it had been translated from Italian that Rome are talking of rescheduling different surface different venue yeah
0: like (laughs) so so it's not Rome that (laughs) did make me chuckle that's like Gigi level of optimism isn't it (laughs) hey guys it's fine we'll play another time we'll play another surface don't you worry we'll get Rome done wait what (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but even I thought that was a little bit weird at that Maybe point. Maybe they'll go for December.
1: <laughs> Indoors. It's, there is, who knows? I, I do find you talk about um, the players should just kind of say, you know what, there's nothing we can do, so just relax and et cetera, et cetera. But it's about, it's about staying disciplined because at the end of the day, they are, they're not currently professional athletes, but they will go back to being that and they'll want to come back at the level they left off at. For you and I, it doesn't matter if we don't, return to normal life at the same level and I'm just thinking we're in the house an awful lot you walk into the kitchen you might may have bought a little bit more food than normal are you eating more than normal I'm eating more than normal
0: oh I am yeah we're playing that game am I hungry or am I bored (laughs) (laughs) the only way to find out is to eat (laughs) It'll it'll soon tell you but see I kind of disagree because other sports have off seasons and proper off-seasons, okay? Our, whatever we call our off-season, it's not, okay? We don't have one. But in other sports, they have proper off-seasons every year. And it might change in, say, the Olympic year. But um, for the other three years, they have three whole months off. And, you know, I remember years and years ago having conversations with somebody like a, a Vicky Pendleton, who is a, you know, she's a Olympic gold medalist cyclist. And... She couldn't believe what tennis players did. She couldn't believe that we didn't have an off-season. I was at this day. It was, it was sort of an Adidas Athletes Day. Um, and I just happened to be on a, ten- a table with Vicky Pendleton. Also, Jess Ennis was there. And we all started talking about our different... And there were some other athletes from other sports. So we started talking about our different um, training regimes and what's expected and stuff. And honestly, it was hilarious because everybody was blown away by what tennis players do. But the one thing that Vicky was saying is like, I I just couldn't stay sane if I didn't have three months to just do nothing and just get fat. I mean, okay, she's talking about fat by her terms. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's not actually fat. But, you know, for her, it was just about really letting go, having time to be completely normal. And then what happens is you go back to training, they take all the measurements, they tell you exactly what you need to do to get from where you are in your fitness, wherever it's dropped to, to where you need to be. And then you just go and you do it. And and I, I was saying, well, I just can't even comprehend that, to be honest. I've had a week off a couple of times <laughs> in my whole career. <laughs> um, that's that's all you get. And even then, you're so worried about losing fitness, you end up running on the beach or doing something like that. So I do think that, it, it you know, say it is three months or whatever and we get to start at Wimbledon, I, I, I don't think there's that much wrong with... Genuinely taking three months and just just really stepping away from it for a, a good chunk of time. I know it's probably easier for the top top players to do that, but I, I, yeah, I, I think that it's something that's very unique to tennis. But isn't the problem again that they don't know Dominic? Teams saying
1: I'm training for the grass, and at the moment, well, well, I'm, I'm okay. I'm the optimist. so I think there will be something on the grass, but will it be the grass? And then suddenly, okay, grass is is cancelled, so we're switching to the hardcore. So again, they just don't know what and when they're preparing for. So if you have 3 months off as a cyclist, you know that on I don't know, the 12th of whatever, that's when your first your first race is going to be, etc. But in this situation,
0: it's it's harder to plan because no one really knows what's going to happen. Yeah, but I just say kind of accept the fact that your form's going to dip for a little bit when you come back and because it's almost like if you were to look at it on a much much smaller level, you in tennis, again, you deal with uncertainty an awful lot more than you do in other sports. Like we're, we're much more used to it. So just not knowing when you're going to play in the day. If you're fourth on after 11... You could be on at 3 p.m. You could be on at 9 p.m. You've got no idea what to eat, what to do, whether to sleep. Should you have a nap? Should you not? It's very, very difficult. Now, you can't stay all day in that ready state and being kind of nervous and I'm about to go on. I'm about, I'm about to go on. Oh, it's a tie break. Right, I've got to warm up. And then, you know, if you do that all day, you're exhausted by the time you get there. And I think if you then expand that out into what we've got now, if you spend three months thinking, okay we're about to play we're about to play we're about to play you're going to get when we finally do play you're going to be absolutely exhausted like if just all the time you think right i've got to train for the grass and i've got to train for the hard and i've got to do this i mean look it's great that dominic team can actually get on some tennis courts because in the uk you can't they're all closed now even park courts there's nothing you know no, no one who lives in the uk can play tennis anymore not they're not supposed to anyway so it's yeah I I, I don't know for me I feel like it's it's not an opportunity but I think that for some players it could actually be better to just let it go a little bit and just go with the flow it's going to take you where it's going to get to tennis is like riding a bike (laughs) you'll be absolutely fine it is an incredibly technical and skillful sport that you've been playing since you were four years old and It's only the match tightness and the physical fitness that is going to suffer. And you know what? That suffers when you're injured. That suffers when you're you're through your off-season, if you actually take some rest, if you go on holiday. And like, I don't know, just... Okay, Uh, maybe. I I, I just think that some players are going to end up almost getting burnt out if they just continue to stress because they want to be at their best and they want to come back at their best. Like, you're not going to. Just 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 take it down a little level do what you can and I mean everybody's in a very similar boat how are your pecs (laughs) they're not big yet (laughs) I must say they're not they're not huge um but it's been what eight eight nine days of doing it so it's better so eight nine days of doing a hundred press-ups a day not not at the same time no i'm um, pretty much sets of 10 but they are full press ups which is very difficult to do um but yeah i do a set of 10 every so often and yeah so 100 a day just keeping it at that for the moment but oof, it's tough but you're you're doing similar challenge but just with different things each day yeah you
1: inspired me and yeah good <laughs> and there's a couple of friends who work in the same industry as us one Largely works in, in rugby and athletics. Another friend works in, in organising the broadcast side of, of major events. She's just come back from the Rugby World Cup. We're on a little group together. And, and obviously very restricted in terms of leaving the house, not going out at all. So I said, well, Naomi's doing this 100 press-up a day challenge. And the, the, I wasn't going to suggest that because I think press-ups are awful. So I said, let's do something similar. So we've got seven different exercises that we rotate. So day one was squats because that's that's easy. Well, not easy, but it's not the worst thing in the world. So I was trying to pick them, <laughs> and I thought I can pick things I like doing. It's not a bad thing, yeah. is it? <laughs> hundred cups of tea, <laughs> hundred magazines, just just very sort of straightforward sort of exercises. But then one of my friends got involved, and she said uh, she suggested press ups. I thought, oh. So that is on one of the days, and it was awful. Ooh. And it was awful. I wasn't doing full press ups either, because it's just awful. And then, then she took it further into planks. A hundred? hundred planks. Well, I don't understand. Wait, for how long? Well, you basically, yeah, you know exactly what I thought at first. I
0: can't. I, oh basically a minute is 10 so 10 minutes I thought you were gonna say a minute is one you're gonna spend a hundred minutes planking in the day (laughs) absolute machine (laughs) it's
1: so it's 10 minutes worth of doing the plank which is awful
0: I mean a minute of doing the plank is awful so you do a minute and then later on in the day do another minute and then a okay Gotcha.
1: Well, one of my friends, she knocked it all off at the same time. She oh, decided she off. was going for it. I was I was putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. So I got to bedtime, which at the moment it's about seven o'clock <laughs> because <laughs> it's, it's not a lot going on. <laughs> and I had a hundred planks to do. And... And it was awful. So today is star jumps, jumping jacks, whatever you want to call them. Okay, well that's a good one. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 very easy. So it's yeah, it's 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 something to do, and we check in with each other every day to make sure we're doing it. And it's just a it's just a little something that every now and then takes me away from home
0: schooling. <laughs> uh, now I must say, you already said that you are the optimist in this situation are you on day two of homeschooling and that's how you're saying it <laughs> yeah I mean um, I'm ready for a holiday I'm ready for
1: the holidays it's it's well I, I have to say thank you to the people who got in touch with some advice um Faith was among them sent me a wonderfully long email with suggestions of things to because she's a qualified teacher of of little oh, people brilliant so sent me loads of ideas of bits and pieces and said look here's my email address if you want any more ideas just get in touch and then andrew on twitter forwarded on some information from a lady about homeschooling which is very interesting you can find that on our twitter feed about the kind of things to do but i mean it is every day i i mean i got through yesterday I was like okay and i'm like Wow. So last night I was lesson planning. <laughs> I was sitting. Oh. I know I was lesson planning on what to do. And wow, I, it's. Uh, I have. I always admired teachers. I have so much more admiration. They. Uh, oh. No, it's difficult. It's it's difficult finding things to engage. So I've tried to break up the day. So a little yeah. bit of fun stuff, a little bit of work stuff, and they're like, "But mummy, you're our mummy, not our teacher." And I'm like, "Yeah, there is that." so so they don't really listen to me as probably as much as i listen to their teachers so we've it's we start with have you heard of the body coach joe wicks yes he's doing every morning nine o'clock a 30 minute workout for it's not really for children i think he's quite cleverly marketed it by saying hey it's a half hour work for children but some of the things i'm thinking i can't have a four-year-old doing that so i think it's a cleverly marketed way of saying hey Get the kids and, but it's a it's a very good work. We had about a
0: million, didn't he, doing yeah. it this morning?
1: I mean, my t- well, one of mine's like not doing that. I'm like, there we go. Um, and the other one, bless him, he was running on the spot and he was doing little punches and waving his arms around. And and then he was like, "Mummy, I, I don't want to do this anymore." Um, but that's quite a good way of starting things off. Yeah. But but by ten thirty, I'm wondering if I can cook lunch. <laughs> By five o'clock, I'm eating dinner and by seven o'clock, I'm ready for bed.
0: Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? How there's just so many hours in the day. My house has never been so clean. I've done <laughs> two, count them, two deep cleans of the house so far. But, you know, like behind the TV and like pulling all the books out and getting behind them on the shelf, like all stuff that you just don't do normally. Um, yeah, deep cleans. It's a very deep. Clean. It's not necessarily a tidy house, must say, but it's a clean one. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe I was thinking that because the boys have their
1: tennis lessons, which are obviously at the moment cancelled. I could get you on Facetime and get them in the garden, and you could do a bit of virtual coaching.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't listen to. give you. that a go? I think it would be tough. It'd be really tough to listen to somebody <laughs> through through a screen. But do you think with homeschooling, it would be because I imagine it would be worse if your kid was say eleven because only because okay i get it they might be able to listen a bit better but only because the stuff that they're learning (laughs) will actually be really difficult like how are you going to teach an 11 year old maths they're at secondary school i don't remember i don't know anything about pythagoras and all this nonsense (laughs) angles and all sorts i can't remember anything yeah i have to say
1: i'm really lucky that like today we were tracing numbers to write that that's my level i could do that we colored in the hungry caterpillar. So, sort of motor good. skills because they're learning to yeah. write. Stay inside the lines. We we'll stay inside like one. Also, something I'm very good at. Well, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one not so good. One just wanted to win. He just wanted to win. I was like, oh, I was like, it's not a race. I like it. And he's like, but I want to beat him. No, no, no. It, it's not a race. And his caterpillar was just a mess. And the other one was like completely the opposite and it was the most perfectly coloured in Caterpillar. But again, it comes back to remember I've said before, you don't want to praise one, overly praise one and then say to the other one, that's rubbish because I don't think that's helpful. (laughs) So you're sort of, you've got one saying, isn't this amazing? And you're thinking, yes. And the other one going, what about me? You're like, right. okay, let's talk about that. Um," And, you know, we're doing like three plus two and there's some good web, educational websites where they can, Play like a computer game, but it's educational, which is good for a bit of peace and quiet. So they have to sort out numbers and match things. So no, you're right. They are four. They don't need to be doing that much a day. So I think after I finish doing this with you, we're going to do some reading.
0: So they'll just just do a little bit of reading. And that's that's something that's very easy to do at home. And you do it at home anyway, right? They read before going to bed and that sort of stuff. So... Reading and numbers and and that sorts of thing. I mean, if this goes on for years, Mm. you're going to have to start learning some stuff. (laughs) I just... The golden rule uh, is stay one lesson ahead. That's all you've got to do. Just learn the lesson before you teach it and then learn the next bit before you teach it.
1: This vast expanse of time is stretching out before me if they say the children won't go back to school until September, which is is sort of getting stronger and stronger. And I'm thinking, right, okay... um, just gonna keep coloring. Is that what we do? But it's the, the school have given us some stuff for them to. But again, anyone listening, anything you found that has worked with your children while you're homeschooling, let me know because we've got a lot of time to fill, and I've got a lot of lessons to take. But yeah, you have to keep it fun. You have to break it up. But jigsaw puzzles. Jigsaw puzzles
0: are the answer, aren't they? Great, they are the best, and they're that's definitely the answer for me. Gotta love a jigsaw. Um, yeah, I got a couple of good ones. Uh, that I got ordered in I've done some swapsies with my friends as well Um, although I think they were slightly disappointed with what they ended up with Uh, one was a very damaged uh, dog breed puzzle and the (laughs) other one uh, (laughs) the other one was a Christmas puzzle so (laughs) that was was my only offerings it was kind of like oh hey let's swap puzzles because we've done all the ones we've got at home before so We swapped a couple over um, and definitely they gave me better puzzles than I gave them. (laughs) The
1: one, you've just had a puzzle. We're currently, the boys are working on a a dinosaur puzzle that has a little bit of info about the dinosaurs. Nice, there you go. So they can sort of, I've still got the, the Mr. Men puzzle that's way too hard for them. And proving a little bit too difficult for me. So I might send that to you Mm. somehow at some point. But the puzzle you showed me that you got delivered today, that's ridiculous.
0: It looks very difficult, isn't it? It's just a bunch of colours. It's a bit of a... It's it's slightly dark. And when I say dark, as in sort of gothy art. But it's also very vibrant and very bright. So I'll have to post a picture of it. It's like a... Is that a is that a is that a skull? Oh yes, there's a skull on it. I didn't see that. And a boat. Oh there's another skull. Well, that's a bit disturbing. In skull What's it called? Uh, puzzle. Um <laughs> <laughs> genuinely <laughs> it is called puzzle, that's what it says. That's a skull. That is a skull. There's that's another a, one. That's
1: a bit dark and disturbing. You've basically bought a a puzzle of skulls to do. Yeah. Not sure about um,
0: that. Um but it's kind of it looks very difficult, so I thought this might at least last me a week wow I mean in all seriousness how are you dealing with the confinement it's uh it's up and down (laughs) I must say I had a tough day yesterday um no look I you know there's just this it's not in my control so um kind of have always had that sort of stoic mentality and particularly through being an athlete that's what you learn you control the controllables don't you that that that's it. Everything else, you just let go. It's relax. It's nothing you can do about it. So that's kind of my state. So yeah, at the moment, I'm, I'm absolutely fine. I'm very happy that I've got a dog because I feel like he might be my ticket to freedom <laughs> in the coming weeks. You might have to lower him out the window. Yeah, or just throw him, just chuck him outside and say, go for a walk no, and No, but then back. you've
1: got to get him back again. <laughs> he won't come you've back. Got to- You've got to, you've gotta get him back, which is I remember the um the, the twins dad, he's still working he's working from home, but the, the company is still active, so he's still working. He came down at around one o'clock and the boys wake up around seven o'clock, probably start working slightly schooly stuff around nine ish, whatever. Um he came down around one and said, Oh, it's actually it's working out really well being at home and, and the homeschooling's great and I just I just looked up at him and went uh-huh <laughs> right <laughs> that sounds like somebody like, volunteering to do the homeschooling
0: <laughs> i was like okay then there there we go oh, all gosh, right imagine then. if at the end of this you have the conversations say, i think it's actually better that they're homeschooled <laughs> no <laughs> not a chance that no absolutely if he if he would like to give up
1: his job and and offer himself to that task, I'm more than happy to give them all the notes and the bits and pieces that I've I've gathered together and then I will go out to work and we'll just do a little role reversal. It's, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I, look, everyone is adjusting and learning. I, about a week ago when it was just, or oh, 10 days ago, when it was coming in that the vulnerable should stay in, uh, <laughs> my mum and, and Angela got in touch to say her godmother went rogue. So she's in her 80s, she went out godmother Mm -hmm. went my mum went rogue now i found out about this through a friend so i got a call from a friend who said by the way i've just seen your mother in boots (laughs) and i was like oh no (laughs) so mum's in the vulnerable category of stay inside um yeah so i i ring mum i said mum there's a rumor going around where we live that you've been in boots and she went yeah and I went to M&S and I went to she went it's really lovely and quiet and I was like mum okay so these measures aren't in place so you can have a nice quiet time shopping and I said mum you have to stay in your and she said well who told you so she said you've got people spying on me I said no they just happened to see you so but the the positive to that is she's now terrified to leave the house because she thinks I've got friends kind of spying on her. But then when the prime minister comes out and, and said, you know, you can leave the house for, for to buy groceries, to buy food, to exercise, mum then says, oh, right, are we going to have our one walk a day? And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're in that category that does not leave the house for 12 weeks. And she's like, but they've just said I can have one walk a day. <laughs> so, So we've gone from sort of having to keep her in. Now she's like, but I've been given permission. So
0: because it's, <laughs> it's, <sighs> I, I, I do understand it, you know, so even like my parents saying, well, I need to get out for my own sanity. And I'm like, I understand that. But unfortunately, your sanity is going to have to suffer for the next 12 weeks. That's that's just the way that it is, because it might keep you alive. And if we're ranking things in terms of a priority list, you being alive, definitely at the top. So, so everything after that is is definitely below. And like, and I do get it. I get the frustration. Like, I want to exercise five, six times a week. I want to get out. I need, like, my dog, he needs lots of time outside. He can't, we can't just pop out once a day. I don't have a garden. He needs to go out more than that. But, like, it's just... These things have they just they have to take a, a hit, I'm afraid, And people's mental health, mental well-being. It, it's going to be difficult. Um, but I think the best thing, not that I know, I've never been confined. I've never been to prison or had any sort of restrictions on me like this. But, um, you know. I feel like the best thing you can do is just to relax and not tr- not try to make your life normal. So, okay, I used to exercise five six times a week. That may in the coming days have to reduce down to two or three times a week, and that's okay. I've got um we've got a bike trainer thing set up in our living room, so we can cycle indoors. We don't have to go out to do that. Um, the dog will have to get walked. Um, only once a day. He usually gets it twice a day, but now it will just be once a day, and that sort of thing. So it's just like you just kind of have to adapt to the new normal and, and not try and get to where you were. Like, do you know what I mean? You, you can't feel as good as you used to feel. you Like it's those expectations. I think just managing them. And look, at the moment, we're still allowed to do some things, some things that are essential. Um, but uh, there's a possibility that even that might get restricted. So it's it's difficult and I'm sure that there are lots of people struggling with it and I'm sure people will start to struggle as as the weeks go on but yeah um, I've, I feel your pain I have similar conversations with my parents where I'm like mum what are you doing <laughs> it is the way it is for uh, a while and uh, there'll be no tennis for a while
1: no and it's it's not essential um, but we are going to try and keep doing the podcast there'll be people saying well what do you mean trying you've got nothing else to do <laughs> but we you know we we want there to be sort of something to say and something to chat about so again let us know if there's something you would like us to talk about anything else I, i'm happy to do a podcast on homeschooling because by next week uh i may have quit actually uh <laughs> there's 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 every chance i might resign as a homeschooler but um But do get in touch. And Andrew and Faith have have been great with getting some information through. It's just good to share that information because there's a lot of people thinking, I've made it two days. Wow, what am I going to do for sort of three, four and five? So, So do let us know any tips, bits and pieces. We've got the website, which Faith used. We've got Twitter. We've got Instagram. Stuff is happening in the tennis. Who knows? In the next hour, when we've stopped doing this, maybe those Olympic two weeks will have been snapped up. <laughs> we just, we just, basically the pattern has been, hasn't it? Every week for the last three, when we've done a podcast, there's some news is broken in the following hour. Yes. But you know <laughs>
0: what uh, no Olympics means for tennis? No Juan Martin Del Potro. Because he has a knack of being suddenly fit and in form for every single Olympics. If you only watch tennis at the Olympics, you think this guy has been in the top five for the past seven years non-stop. Um, but he's won medals. He won medals at the last Olympics and at the Olympics before that. So um, I think that if the Olympics had gone ahead, he would have found a way. He would be back and firing and getting those medals again. So unfortunately, he will uh, have some time to completely rest and recuperate. So maybe... If
1: that was his plan to get fit and ready for Tokyo and say the u s open happens, maybe he'll win another u s open Oh yeah, well, that'd be good there <laughs> we go it's a nice there's a nice positive to end the pod on um, <laughs> and I've got to go because it is around that time when we've got to do a little bit of schooly stuff. Now we can go and read the
0: Cat in the Bag isn't it the Cat in the Hat? No, this book is called the Cat in the Bag no, but that's just a rip off of the cat in the hat, surely. Mm-hmm. Cat in the bag doesn't even rhyme. What's going on? Yeah, but it's short letters,
1: isn't it? 3 letters. Cat in the bag. I feel like I'm teaching you. You could do cat. What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I should come and join in this lesson. I feel, I feel like I need this education.
1: You are more than welcome <laughs> to dial up, get involved and do a little bit. <laughs>